Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. To another episode of the Razzball Patreon Podcast. I am your host, Donkey Teeth. Joined as always by Gray Albright. Gray, what's going on? Uh, hey. Hey, nobody cares. Hey, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, Billy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, guys, uh, Donkey coming out, coming out with some heat. <laughs> I, I'm looking for an intro. <laughs> He's Where fighting you, fire with fire. You say my name, you pause. <laughs> Just pause. Say my name, pause for like literally five seconds. I'll be like, hey, what's going on? And then you move on, but you don't have to like cut me off. I kind of liked it. Uh, oh, this man. was take two. Cooks. Uh, <laughs> Gray insulted me again, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we did another take, so she wouldn't know. Come on, man. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're we're rolling. (laughs) We are rolling. So this is the the pre – we're going to have one more show. Actually, this is the pre-Christmas show. It's middle of Hanukkah. How's your Hanukkah going, Gray? Oh, it's great. Last night was the uh... (laughs) – Wait, I was expecting you to cut me off. Wait, was that a real question? <laughs> you gonna cut me off? I uh, I made pastrami this week. Uh, a classic Hanukkah tradition. <laughs> it's well, it's Jewish, kind of. So, I, 
<laughs> you know, it was either that, uh, Lakas, or um, Gefeltefesh. There's not a lot you can choose from when it comes to uh, Jewish foods. So I, uh, I made pastrami, uh, and I had Kuz uh, give it out to uh, everyone. <laughs> that was uh, very generous of me. Um, like the she, neighborhood? Yeah, like she's like, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Okay, I, I guess I should explain. So when you're uh, curing a pastrami, you use this um, curing salts, and it's toxic. But it, So if you have to use the exact right amount. Uh, otherwise, it could kill you. Like it's it's serious. Like this, this is not a joke. So I put in curing salts, and I didn't really measure it. I just like threw it in. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I don't want to die from eating pastrami. So why don't we just give it out? And if everyone's fine, like a week later, then I'll do it again, and then I'll uh, I'll have I'll have my own pastrami. You leave the you leave your house, and it's just like you just hear the wind, and no one's around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tumbleweed of pastrami. Hello? Hello? <laughs> I'm the last. Well, <laughs> there's some uh, some real estate's become available on my street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pastrami Road. Uh, so you yeah. learned your lesson from the the pickle debacle, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Thank you, Donkey. You 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 you're a good listener. I um I, uh, yeah, no, I saw that I could die from eating the pastrami, and I was like, why don't you just give it out, and then, like, a couple days later, we'll ask around uh, to our neighbors to see if they're okay, and if they are, then, you know, it, we, we know we're fine, so. Yeah, <laughs> so that's actually our... a great approach for Halloween, too. <laughs> <laughs> just give the candy out, and check in with them later. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of the satanic panic? This is the uh, salted meat panic. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah no so I, uh, I I've been pestering Coogs all week to be like hey find out from your uh, you know uh, text so and so and see if they've eaten the pastrami yet and see if they're okay. So far we've gotten like two OKs and two people who haven't texted back. So I'm assuming they're just busy and they're not you know really sick. <laughs> so. Yeah, I always assume they're busy. <laughs> But I was in a heavy metal band in high school. It was called Salted Meat Pack. <laughs> oh, by the way, I sent I sent you guys some pastrami too. So if you get it, you know, enjoy. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll I'll let you know if uh, if it's any good or if uh, if you don't hear from me, it, 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 the opposite is true. <laughs> I'll let you know how my neighbor says it is. <laughs> I actually, I actually. Um, I don't listen to this podcast, but I have other people listen to it, and they let me know if it's good or bad. <laughs> Smart. That's good. Hey, you got, a, you got a good head on your shoulders. Yeah, I, uh, I would say it's probably a, you know, if you're un, if you're unsure about something, you give it to someone else. Like I'm not the first person to come up with this. Like you would make something, and you'd be like, mm, how is it? Like, wait, did you try it? Like, no, <laughs> you try it. I made it. You try it. Is that is that only? Yeah, that that's does? that's why you should be running the vaccines. <laughs> yeah, you guys do it. Let me know if it's good, and then when he, when it's good, let me know, and I'll take it. <laughs> what do you, you think everyone? You think everyone in a restaurant's back there and like, okay, make one uh, for table three. We got uh, four pastrami sandwiches. Uh, I make four for myself, so I'm also eating them too. <laughs> like, no, you you make it for the other people, and you see what happens. Yeah, you get the feedback. <laughs> you get a Yelp review. <laughs> yeah, wait for the Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
Guys, on this week's show, we're going to be doing the same thing, talking about news stories. Uh, the best news stories from around the world for all of our new listeners. Last week, we got like 4,000 new listeners, so I'm sure we're going to have some new ones this week. Um, yeah. I saw this first one. Okay, introduce introduce the story, Donkey. If you want, it's up to you. If you want, I'm getting there. Grace, settle down. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's good. It's good. That's fine. That's fair. The uh, okay. So the first story, Billy. He, he always takes the the headliner and he goes and travels to these places. So he went out to Japan to investigate this story about uh, Japanese pajama suit that's helping teleworkers look good for their Zoom calls. I'm actually wearing one right now because uh, Billy brought it back. Did he send you one, Gray? Uh, I, I haven't. I'll check the mail. I haven't. I haven't seen one for myself. Yeah, I sent you both one. Oh, to and... share? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you get it on Mondays and Wednesdays. No, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Then you mail it to Donkey for the end of the week, and then Donkey will mail it back to you. Do I have to do like overnight? Because it's not going to get to him by Thursday. You have to do it overnight. You're going to have to take that all that money that we're making from the Patreon, and you're going to have to pay for overnight shipping. The money I, I've made from people signing their will over to me right before they ate my pastrami. Yeah, the pastrami will. So this is actually this pajama suit couldn't have come at a better time for me because I have a real job, you know, in case uh, talking into microphones doesn't work out, and. Uh, so for my meetings, I just have a cardboard cutout of a suit, and I would just put my head in the opening. And it was, it was actually uh, it was the Armani uh, cardboard collection. But now I can just wear PJs, and I'm just crushing it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, uh, I saw this story. So I was confused on this. I was actually really confused at first because I was reading the story, and it says uh, – you know, the, the title says, uh, Japan's pajama suit helps teleworkers look good for Zoom calls. And it's essentially it's a uh, pair of pajamas that looks like a business suit, but it's not exactly that <laughs> because <laughs> have you seen the actual picture? Like the pajama suit looks like it's from Star Trek, right? I mean, have you seen? Did you look at it? It looks yeah. like. It, <laughs> I mean, I love. I don't know why the Japanese don't do non-crazy stuff, but I love them for it. <laughs> they just rack up the crazy nonsense, and that's why I absolutely love them. But they came up with this brilliant idea of a pajama suit, and then they fashioned it to look like Spock. Like, what? <laughs> it is a brilliant idea, but because uh, you can kind of trick your boss into thinking you're wearing a suit, but it's also really important that you're not wrapped in a down comforter because that's a dead giveaway. That's a good way. Yeah. I actually got I got fired. Uh, I got fired um, while I was wearing this suit, and it, it, you could tell that they're comfortable pajamas. Because even though I got fired, I slept like a baby. I mean, it was so comfortable. <laughs> uh, why? Why also? I mean, I didn't obviously read the entire article. I got I got to line two, and it said a Japanese apparel company. And I read briefly, uh, real quick, I read it as a Japanese squirrel company, so I was really confused <laughs> for like five minutes. But then I uh, I figured out what it actually was. Uh, but I can't understand exactly, like I should have read more than two sentences, but why <laughs> can't you just wear your own, pas your own pastrami? Wear your own pastrami. <laughs> 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 now, 
female. No, no. Why can't you wear your own pajamas? Hello, you know sharks. Do you like pastrami and, <laughs> and bedwear? <laughs> Donkey, I'm sure you read the whole article. <laughs> Why? Yeah, there's you... only like there's only like seven sentences. I, I'm guess I'm confused by your question. Do you know what Zoom is? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I know. I know what Zoom is, and I also know what pajamas are. I'm wondering why you can't <laughs> wear your own pajamas if you're going to wear a pajama suit that looks like it's Spock. Like, you could you could wear a V-neck and your sweatpants if you want to look like whatever this pajama suit is. Can't you? I don't know what Japanese fashion is like. Maybe that would kind of stick out there. And maybe the Spock is what their suits look like. I'm not really sure. Mm, I don't know. It was I also, wear... maybe it was the way they were, fa- maybe it was the way they modeled these things too. I, I, it was weird. It was just, it was a little off. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to explain it, but the guy was laying in a, a bed asleep and then he popped up and started zooming. It was just a little <laughs> weird. I used to wear pajama suits to sleepovers, and everybody thought I was a real snob. But, uh, <laughs> hey, who's laughing now, right? Yeah, I was. I, uh, I, that sounds like something the kid from Rushmore would have done. I, uh, I, I, I was thinking I should have – if I found this earlier, I would have sent it. I feel like this is something my dad would have enjoyed. <laughs> my, uh, my dad is a little – he, uh, you know, apple don't fall too far from the tree, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he wants, uh, he wants, this is a true story. You, you guys got time for a true story? My dad once owned a mannequin that he put in the passenger seat so he could drive in the carpool lane. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, it was too much of a hassle to move it out of the seat when I would get in the car. So he'd be like, just get in the back seat. <laughs> Madigan rode shotgun and I'd be in the back seat. Uh, just, just really mad at both of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. I think I feel like a lot of a lot of problems uh, sprung from that one incident where he made me ride in the back seat and the mannequin got shotgun. <laughs> was he talking to the mannequin and not you? That's yeah. always that's always tough. That's a tough ride to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also he got pulled over. I wasn't in the car for this, but he yeah he got pulled over once with the mannequin in the uh, in the car in the in the passenger seat for the carpool and he got pulled over and um oh my god my whole family is so goofy now that I think about it. <laughs> but anyway he got pulled over he got like a five hundred dollar ticket in the uh, the mannequin he was like he was so pissed off at the mannequin he left at the side of the road. <laughs> You're out. That's it. That was it. The mannequin got the heave hell after, like, he was like, yeah, I let the cop leave. And then I just threw the mannequin. I $500. You know who moves up to shotgun then, though? Ray Albright. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, my God. It was the best day ever. Oh, my God. I was, uh, did I, I don't know if I ever told you this. This is a, uh, a carpool lane story um, that had, that I was involved <laughs> I was involved in a carpool lane story as well. That one time I was working with uh, Wee Man from Jackass, you know, the uh, the dwarf. 
And I had to, I, for like a week, I was driving him around <laughs> and I would go in the carpool lane and I swear to God, I was like, is this, you think we'd get pulled over Because <laughs> 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 you couldn't really see him over the window. I was like, ah, this feels like it could get real awkward. <laughs> but you made it. I did. I tell the I, story. I, I, I did. I, um. He actually slept in my house for like a week. It was weird. Nice. Yeah. Was this like after a day, after a day of doing some jackass stunts? Yeah, no, I uh, uh it's a long, it's a really long story, but he uh he got kicked out of his house or something. So he slept in my place for like a week and like the first night I woke up and it was late, well, I, it was late. Uh, and I'm usually not I don't sleep in. So I was up at probably like 8, but I let him sleep and sleep and then finally i go in uh to like where he was sleeping i knock on the door and i open the door and i was like yo it's getting late and i see he's sleeping on the floor i'm like what is going on bro and he's like uh i didn't want to you know risk it if i roll over in the middle of the night your bed's really high and i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i never thought about that like that's the kind of things you don't think about like that could be like jumping off a roof for a dwarf I was like, ah, that's true. That's crazy. That story is yeah. 100% real. I swear to God. And he slept, he slept 48 hours? Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was like a trial run for having a son, kind of. Like, <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a little bit of a uh, digression, but <laughs> maybe you enjoy. Oh, I mean, going from pajama suits to wee men is a natural transition. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and if you didn't enjoy it, maybe I send you some pastrami. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you know, a regret. If you, don't, if you don't like it, I'm going to send you some pastrami. You don't like that. Hey, Karen, <laughs> hey, Karen go down the street. I get you pastrami. I got you. You favorite pastrami sliced in. Get over there. Go down the street. Wasn't, uh, hey, Donkey, wasn't MC Hammer doing pajama suits, like, way before all this? You know, I was thinking about, like, you know those silk pajamas? They look more like suits than these things. Right! I know! MC Hammer was doing those back in 92, I want to say. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a set of silk pajamas back when I was younger. Right! Yeah. You were yeah. the hit. You were yeah. the cool guy at the sleepovers. They were in, man. You'd be like, hey, you want to uh, you want to check out my new pajamas? You'd be like, what? Can't touch this! No, no, no. You know what's cool about having a suit, like pajamas, like in a tuxedo form, is when you go to bed, you have rich people dreams, which is kind of fun. You know? Like, you dream you had, like, this, like, really cool, like, uh, after party. You dream, you dream that you had a really great tax break. Yeah. You should try it. <laughs> man, what, how about those write-offs? Oh, man, I was dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually save this for when the world gets normal again. And I have to go to like eight weddings, and then I can just go to sleep in the corner. <laughs> You're just like, hey, Billy. Hey, Billy, what's going on, man? You want to go up to the uh, the buffet? Uh, Billy, is he sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> Did he draw eyes on his eyelids? <laughs> is he in a pajama suit? <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh man. Uh. Oh, that's good fun. Anyway, oh, you know what? I hate to, I hate to, I hate to do this, but uh, the zoom, the, the the pajama suit is also good for zoom funerals. 
buddy. It's such a it's such a lovely thought. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> if, if if someone uh, you know has passed away from eating pastrami, you might want to look into a pajama suit. Yeah, it's cheaper. You know, you, and if you're on the go <laughs> or on the stay because you're in quarantine. <laughs> oh man, it's a uh, it's a, a bit of a. a, a a marketing challenge for the pajama suit that looks like a uh, a Star Trek villain, but I wish them luck. Anyway, Donkey? Uh, yeah, so, you know, next story, guys. Billy, he was out there, out east, far east, so we sent him to China right after. Right, he was on the way. Well, no, you. I thought you went back to New York, and then... <laughs> right, it's not actually out of the way. What I, my process is I report on the story, then I go back to Brooklyn, right. check my Google Doc... And then this time it's in China, which I was like, ah, oh, I wish I kind of knew beforehand, because uh, I would have just, I would have, it would have saved some of those mile, miles that I've been expensing to Rasball.com/slash/football. And uh, but then I went back out in the field and reported on this next story. We might have to send you back to China because it's football.rasball.com, not Rasball.com/backslash/football. So it's oh, it's somebody's be getting bills from me. Yeah. Wait, these expenses shouldn't be going on the football balance sheet. <laughs> well, Gray, Gray told me to charge everything to football. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's just for tax purposes. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, the new Cayman Islands is like uh, the, the, the sub, sub site from Rasball, like the volleyball Rasball site. <laughs> uh, you told them about the volleyball, Gray? But that was secret. <laughs> we're doing a uh, we, we, we have a tax shelter <laughs> in the future if you could use tax shelter it'd actually be appreciated yeah that's a dead giveaway the IRS is going to find that pretty easily it's going to be hard to explain that to them <laughs> but the old one was money laundering dot crime slash illegal dot jail town Panama Papers dot Razzball dot com. It's great. Doing doing crimes dot Razzball dot com. All right, guys, back to the story here. We're really crawling through these stories this week, holiday week. You know, it's it's the holiday pace. But Billy in China. All right, so the story out there was this kung fu master is fighting to preserve a painful looking tradition. Um, I believe the Kung Fu Master's name may be Iron Crotch. Right, which was actually my first Twitter handle was Iron Crotch. Makes sense. First paragraph of this, I want to read to you guys. Wang Lutai is no ordinary Kung Fu Master. The 65-year-old from a village in central China practices a unique and excruciating-looking strand of martial arts coined Iron Crotch Kung Fu. It's most... Its most famous technique involves a steel plate capped log, two meters in length, and weighing 40 kilograms. That's 88 pounds and six and a half feet long for all you Americans out there. And <laughs> that swings, it swings through the air and smashes into a man's crotch. So, Billy, what did you find out about this? Uh, did, you used to practice this, didn't you? Yeah, you know what I found out is they don't ever teach blocking. Just block. <laughs> Just block it. They don't even try to block this swinging wrecking ball. You know what I mean? It, 
That would be my first lesson. I'd be like, hi, welcome to my class. Uh, step one, try to use your hands. Get that get that wrecking ball away from the, the most important body part you have. It's nutcracker season in China. The, uh, <laughs> it's one of the... Uh, it's one of the few martial arts that has uh, – it, it, it is one of the few martial arts masters without a legitimate heir. <laughs> well, I, I took I – took, I signed up for Gray's uh, iron crotch class, but it was all verbal abuse. You had to just, you had to just yell at your crotch the whole time. I just, I just screamed at your crotch. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> You know, I I actually practice a superior martial martial art, and it's called not being hit in the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called dodging, uh, running away, <laughs> deflecting, not just <laughs> not just putting it right out there to be hit. <laughs> I, I was thinking, uh, I saw it was, uh, I saw Iron Crotch. <laughs> Iron Crotch sounds like an old. Like porn mentor. You gotta go see Iron Crotch. He'll tell you everything you need to know. I was thinking, imagine the uh, the uh, C level celebrity like uh, Ian Zerling, let's say. It's <laughs> a call. He gets a call from his people, and he's and they're like, "We booked you on uh, Iron Crotch," and he's like, "Oh, awesome!" But he didn't hear it quite right. He's like, "I'm gonna be on Iron Chef. This is gonna be awesome." Oh, big difference, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a lonely place to be when you have a class and and nobody show you have a class called Iron Crotch and nobody shows up to it. You just have to like you're the only one there and you just have to slowly take that brick and just sort of fling it and have it sadly hit your. <laughs> he thought he was getting like interesting ways to use nutmeg and it's more like nut bangs. Ian, you gotta read the full descriptions. Ian, come on. Please stop. Will you stop thinking you're on Iron Chef? You're judging Iron Crotch. Yeah. It's a huge difference. It's also, if you read further in the article, it was called, um, it also goes by another name called Kong, I can't F you anymore. <laughs> well done. Docs, is this part of your yoga instruction? <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of dying out. It's a lost art. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people aren't signing up. No, it must, oh, be, the, it must be the the part where they just throw heavy weights at your crotch. Your crotch. <laughs> That's gonna limit signups. <laughs> There's actually a paragraph in here that I uh, I thought was good. So the style of kung fu practiced by those in uh, Juntan Village on the outskirts of the Ancient capital of uh, Liao Yang, of course, was historically a fiercely guarded secret, but concern has grown that fewer and fewer people were taking it up and it might not survive. There were once around 200 people regularly practicing in the village, said Tang, but now there are just over 20. Yeah, I don't get why it's not popular. That's, I what, that was, that's what I said before. It's like one of the few martial arts where there's no legitimate heir. <laughs> nuts repeatedly by a 90 pound log you're not gonna have kids man this guy's got two gray he's got two kids it says in here you know you remember china like for many years they didn't allow daughters uh maybe they knew one day that they were gonna have this very popular sport 
They're like, oh, plan for the log hitting your nuts, sport. I, I love that the secret was more closely guarded than the, the crotch. <laughs> this is what uh, this is what every episode of ESPN's Between the Lines should be about. Nothing else. Yeah. I, Iron crotch. Iron crotch. That's it. I uh, and uh, Ian Zerling thinking he's going to Iron Chef, but actually going to Iron Crotch. <laughs> I feel like this would be a great way to like I don't know just the. The expectations in life, just keep them nice and low. And I feel like if you take this class, you just always assume everything's just going to be – I mean, everything's going to be better than, than a log to there. You know what I mean? So, like, if you miss a train or, like, all the minor inconveniences of life, I mean, in comparison, I feel like you'd be a much happier person. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you the two kids are very nice, uh, polite, you know, kids that don't expect too much. <laughs> I really, uh, did they okay because one would assume uh, i'm assuming now so i could be wrong this is not a fact this is me assuming at some point previously they were like let's throw bowling balls into our crotches and then they were like nah, that kind of hurt too much uh, how about an anvil all right let's try it and then eventually they got to a 90 pound log crashing into their junk and they're like you know what it hurts but i can handle it yeah it's the sweet spot you got to find that sweet spot <laughs> first first they're like we're, we're gonna uh we're gonna do one of them uh <laughs> axe axe jobbers on a telephone pole and we've uh, calculated the correct place for you to lay so it hits right into your balls so we're gonna do that first that doesn't work. Then we're going to try something else with the pole. Like, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm down for anything. I feel like this is great training, though, for, like, Home Alone 6. <laughs> you know? It's a, uh, it's like one of those, what is it, the Rube Goldbar, uh, Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> Rube. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. Yeah, not, not the Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Not that. The Rube, uh, Rube Goldberg, I want to say. I'm doing it off the top of my head. It's that it. those things where, like, um, you're, uh, it, you set it up, like, it's like a Domino's thing where everything has to, like, go at the right spot. And it, uh, when it falls, like, it, it knocks over a right. ball. And you at know? the very end, it plays Sister Act. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so this. Whoopi Goldberg. So this is like you have the um, the uh, the a martial artist who gets knocked in the crotch with a log as one of the uh, like the dominoes fall over, knock over a little uh, a little uh, like say I don't know maybe a pool ball knocks over a pool ball that hits into a chain which cuts off the uh, uh, the rope that sends the log into the guy's crotch. Yeah. <laughs> is there something here? <laughs> I feel like yeah, you learn this in the class. You build you build the entire obstacle course. <laughs> it is a Rube Goldberg machine, by the way. Uh, so I was right. Thank you. <laughs> I think it was a I think it was a Whoopi Goldberg machine. <laughs> no, the Rube Goldberg machine can play Sister Act. It doesn't have to be a Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs>
It's like squares or rectangles, but not yeah. rectangles. Not all rectangles no, are squares. They could be connected. Like Rube Goldberg is what you call one of those machines, and that could play a Sister Act uh, VHS tape at the end. Like it, it could all be connected. Okay. Maybe Goldberg, the old wrestler, could 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 knock the first domino over. <laughs> the the problem the problem with uh, imagine we should actually you know I had a good idea for a uh, uh, podcast where we play this podcast for someone who's just moved to the country. <laughs> yeah. And tell them that it's like NPR. <laughs> tell, them it's, tell them this is this is CNN. <laughs> Boy, that that reporter's really logging a lot of miles inefficiently. <laughs> we could, uh, Donkey. What languages do you know? I'm, I'm wondering about translations on this. Uh, hey, uh, we'll no, we'll discuss later. It's fine. Right. <laughs> you guys got anything else about Iron Crotch? No, it's a great story though. That is a uh, terrific, good find. Good, terrific find by um, Billy uh, at Billy Hurls. Yeah, by the way, it's not a. It's actually like a not feel good story. It's like a feel feel painful story. But uh, it was it was it was nice to nice to talk with you guys about it. Yeah, it's like a story like when you feel like you burn your finger and then you pinch your leg to forget about the burn. It's it's like one of those stories. Yeah, it's a feel bad story. Yeah, that makes you feel good because then because you're not getting hit in the nuts with a uh, eighty pound log. <laughs> By the way, that's what I'm sending you guys for Christmas. Uh, there should be an 80-pound log that should be arriving. Actually, probably right this minute. Oh, so, uh, I hope it's one of those from uh, one of those rain sticks that you get at, br- uh, at brimstones. Brimstones? No, brimstones. Yeah, fire and brimstones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a witch one. It's for witches. <laughs> oh, oh, you can fly with it? Yeah, you can fly with it. <laughs> It's a broomstick, that. Not yeah, a it's stick. a broomstick. But you can still whack your crotch with it. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to getting the mail. <laughs> Coogs will help you out with it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like fun. All right. Hey, Gray, did you see the uh, the story this week about the murder suspect that escaped prison, uh, the prison transport van that stopped at McDonald's? Uh, Yeah, I did. I saw it because it was... Uh, in Indiana, where uh, Coogs is from, so it was uh, the the Hoosier state. Hoosier? Hoosier, yeah. Hoosier, yeah, thanks. Uh, Donkey's from the Midwest, so he, he knows the jargon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a thing that's going on. It's <laughs> like another language to me. You two talk about pickles. I, it feels like it's... So this guy got arrested, a murder suspect. He got arrested. Uh, he had um, been giving, he was giving pastrami to his neighbors, it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it wasn't salted correctly. It was, uh, okay. So, um, yeah, no. So an Indiana murder suspect escaped prison transport van because it stopped at McDonald's. The guy jumped out of the van and he was like, loving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Hey, uh, Sarge, what's the matter? I think I got the Shamrock Shakes. Whoa, we got to stop at McDonald's. <laughs> but we have someone in the back. We're transporting a murder suspect. Sarge, you got the Shamrock Shakes. We got to stop. <laughs> this is why you always do drive through. Never stop the car. 
you gotta you just gotta get in and get out or not get out just go around i actually was under the assumption it was a drive-through and when they were like trying to figure out what the uh the cashier was saying inside through the muffled microphone <laughs> it's like what he leaned <laughs> out distraction yeah he just like he lamped out the back. He was like, "Oh, they get the McRib. I get the McRug." <laughs> I would have. Yep. I would. I would check the ball pit. I feel like he was in the ball pit and they didn't check there. <laughs> you know, McRib stands for my cousin Randy is by. Did you guys know that? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's nice. True, yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> no, it's not. Nice. That's not true, actually. Um, can I get a Big Mac, large fries, and a key to these handcuffs? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it to go, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He'll be back. back, though. He'll be back because, like, you can wait a long time before you have McDonald's, but then once you have it, I mean, you have to have it, like, three times in one week. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's going right back there for the same thing, same quarter pounder with fries, mm, Coke. Un- unsalted and fresh. <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you go unsalted with the fries? You can't. You put your own salt on. Wow. Oh, no. Your own salt to uh, McDonald's? Oh, Damn. Oh, yeah, everywhere, yeah. No, oh, you need, the, you need that watery can of salt. My man's doing yoga class. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, hey, who needs some salt? <laughs> you think I'm going to eat that yoga mat without salt? Oh, no. That sour, yeah, that... <laughs> That bread-like yoga mat, of course. You need yeah. to dab it in some salt. Uh, two all-beef pie, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun with the nail file hidden inside of it. <laughs> that's that's got to be embarrassing, too, right? Like, you're, you're missing a guy, and you got, like, a Happy Meal. That's, not, that's never good. You're in your pajama suit. You're in your pajama warden suit. <laughs> Hey, Sarge, I, I, I like the new uh, uniform. It's actually a pajama suit. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. There were pajama handcuffs, unfortunately. You got you got the shamrock shanks again? I might. <laughs> I wore the pajama suit because usually that takes away the shamrock shakes, but I might have them. <laughs> I love the route that they took. They're like, we're gonna, we'll, we'll bring you where you need to go, but first, I gotta make a quick stop at McDonald's. <laughs> oh man, I, uh, yeah, who's his, uh, the accomplice was the Hamburglar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was, uh, what was going, what was going on, uh, where they were like, you know what, this guy in the back killed someone, but I really need a McDonald's. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, hey, let's go. You know what? You know what? I need, I'm going to just get out and I'm going to keep the car unlocked. You guys are going to stay, right? <laughs> you guys will stay. Okay. It'll be real quick. Yeah, he he would have stayed, but they wouldn't get him a double cheeseburger. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's how you right, if you came back with with the food, I feel like I, I would take that over running away. You kidding? A nice double cheeseburger? Let's do a uh, let's pretend because I'm always saying to uh, Cougs that she should become uh, a police officer. She's 4'11", so it's probably not going to work, but I always say to her, you should become a police officer. But let's, let's pretend you guys have become a police officer because I've always in my entire life have wanted to know 
you know, police officers and, and get uh, get out of tickets. <laughs> sure. Let me put on my pajama cop suit real quick. <laughs> okay. So let's assume you guys are uh, are transporting a murder a murder suspect and you're like, I can go for some McDonald's. Does uh, one, do both of you go inside <laughs> or is it like, you know what? I think I could stay in the car and you can get me my order. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the big mistake was they put they just they both went in. <laughs> you think they were like I think they both went in and then they realized it as they were ordering where they just kinda of nod and they're like, We left the guys in there, didn't we? All right, let's just hope that when we get back there that all six are still there. I mean I don't think they'd run away, right? <laughs> Oh man, it was the uh, <laughs> okay. So now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fast forward uh, a little bit in my scenario. So you guys have gone in and you grabbed your food, and now you're back at the car because you weren't you were smart enough to at least not eat inside the restaurant. No, they did. That was the problem. They ate inside. <laughs> so let's assume you two, my uh, police officer friends, you come back out and Officer Grimace. You see, Officer Grimace and Donkey Teeth, you see you've come out to an empty car and the murder suspects ran out. Do you then stop and say, well, we may as well eat our food. I mean, he's gone anyway. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah exactly. We might as well not be hungry and fired. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of like a Mentos situation. <laughs> right? They're like... They go back, they're eating their food, they don't know where he is. Then they check the ball pit, and then they hold up the Mentos. <laughs> they got, yeah, as soon as the cops got into the ball pit, he he stepped out on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Foiled again. Uh, I'm watching the video now, guys. So it was the drive-thru, and... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a, a uh, looks like some maybe a some sort of SUV, and he just jumps out the back seat. There's surveillance from the McDonald's, and he just bolts, <laughs> and then the guy, the guy like pulls out of the drive-through and tries to get out and chase him down. He didn't catch him. This guy's still on the loose. Uh, well, maybe he listens to uh, our podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I mean, we, we've got uh, 120,000 listeners wow. now. Odds are pretty high. 80,000 just in one hour. That's really good. You gotta assume though, like at least one listener is a murderer, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, the chances that we have, you know, thousands of listeners and they're all just like, oh yeah, yeah, I go to I go to work nine to five, I come home and I kiss my my kids hello and I watch TV. I mean, come on, not all of them. But you know, uh, if you are if you are a murderer and listening. Uh, frankly, we don't want you listening. We can lose you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We got plenty of listeners. Right. This Patreon podcast isn't for murderers. Yeah, and you know what? And maybe we're gonna lose five dollars a month, but you know what? I, it's worth it from a moral standpoint. <laughs> I like that. We're taking a stand here today. Yeah. And we're, we're saying no murderers can listen to this podcast. Right. And if you are, Actually, stop listening right now. You know, no, Billy, though, I, I would like to uh, say, though, if you've been accused of murder and you have a pretty good defense and you're on the loose. You're then, still fine. Yeah, it's, that's fine. You can listen because you haven't been convicted yet. So you, sure. you're good. OJ, OJ can listen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because, you know, the jury said, hey, you're not guilty. 
Well, and if you're like in prison, but you're like really trying to reform, <laughs> we're okay with sure, that too. Sure. Send us yeah. your stories. Send us kind of <laughs> all the things, all the trouble you've got to do. Send it to Gray at Brazzville. <laughs> Yeah, we want to hear from you. <laughs> we got a, a doingtime.rasball.com. Sure, that's part of the volleyball site. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I believe in rehabilitation. Even if someone's murdered, I think they can listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I could I, use the $5. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done a slow K-turn on the subject. I feel yeah. like it's fine. Actually, you know what? And honest, honestly, even if you have, call in. Just call in. <laughs> we'll talk to you. Especially if, if they try to uh, Google Time Machine to yeah. fix the murder. A true sign of wanting to redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, though. I don't know, guys. I feel like you're, uh, you're making light of Googling Time Machine <laughs> to fix murder. Look, I am not making light of Googling Time Machine. You know me. You've known me for six months now. I don't make light of something like that. I don't know, man. I feel like it might, you might be taking light to the uh, the subject of Googling a Time Machine. You know, I have Zoom meetings at my real job, and I, I can't even share screen because of some of the search queries that I have in my Google now because of you guys. So I gotta give it I'm trying to be in a meeting, and it's, if I go to Google, it's going to say penis arm time travel. <laughs> Should I get a penis attached to my arm? Karate, 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 whatever the heck you guys are. Billy, are you wearing a pajama suit? Yeah. Yes, I bought it. <laughs> you know what's weird? Mine is fitted, which is kind of, I feel like that's a nice power move. Oh, oh, that is, I, I love that. That's like the, uh, remember hats when they were like, they remember <laughs> hats. <laughs> no, I was good. I took a, it was a weird pause, but I wasn't done with the oh, thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a good, it's a good <laughs> check on the audience to make yeah. sure you do remember hats. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was going to say, remember when hats were fitted and then there were the ones that were like unfit and it was like, ah, they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> those, those ones with the buttons, ah, just that ever. Yeah, they had those college team names usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the Illini, uh, Illini, <laughs> the, uh, the fighting Illini. Yeah. By the way, this is a great reminder. We should send our listeners over to our sister podcast, uh, Remember Hats. Remember Hats? This week we're going to be talking about um, the Stetson hat. Uh, so, guys, we're going to have to wrap it up here soon. We, we really took our time with these great stories this week. But I thought it was interesting here that uh, this wasn't actually like a police officer that was transporting him. It was like a private third-party company that was contracted to <laughs> extradite this guy from that's Texas to Indiana. That's the whole... Yeah, this guy's not going to... He's not going to get more, more, more gigs. Yeah. <laughs> that's his whole job! <laughs> oh, man, yeah. No, oh, I'm watching the video now. Oh, my God, my God. He's not even running very fast, is he? How come he doesn't have like handcuffs and stuff? No, yeah, that is third-party service is like very much honor system. Like, all right, I'm gonna, 
you guys, I'm not, I don't need to give you handcuffs. So you guys are going to be cool. Are you guys going to be cool? Like a sub, like a cool substitute teacher. <laughs> hey, hey man. So, uh, yeah, we lost, we lost the murder suspect at McDonald's, <laughs> but, uh, if you read the contract, you still, you, you still have to pay us. <laughs> well, I got him halfway there, so I'm expecting half payment. <laughs> and I know, I understand that the bad, the bad news of this is that there's a murderer at McDonald's potentially. <laughs> This is actually this is a good idea for a uh, a reality show like the uh, the reverse dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> like we just go, we're gonna travel around with uh, with uh, Leon, and he's gonna see if he can if he can keep someone in his car after. <laughs> at some point too, they they must have just looked at each other like they're like, wait, we got no handcuffs and the doors are unlocked, and he's ordering McDonald's. I think we got this. <laughs> I think we got this one. <laughs> hey, hey, Sarge, you're gonna you're gonna want to look at this. Uh, yeah, out the window there. I think that's our guy. <laughs> yeah, we, we still the door. <laughs> I have a feeling we're gonna get in trouble for this. <laughs> this feels <this> bad. <laughs> What if we just say that we dropped them off? <laughs> <laughs> because they get them. We had five when we started, five when we left, as far as I could tell. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You mean you didn't get them? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> we dropped them off. <laughs> <laughs> was in the, uh, we were we were in the parking lot. And we were like we pointed towards the elevator for him to use, and we were like, "You go up that elevator right there and go to the fifth floor." He didn't come up here. <laughs> and wait, why are you guys mad at me? He did it. <laughs> I'm not the one that killed yeah. the guy. You guys are acting like I killed the guy. Uh, if you had to drive with him from Texas to Indiana, you would you'd be happy he's gone too, man. The guy was a blabbermouth. You know this guy's trying to be like the cool sub, right? He's like, all right, guys, you want to go to Mickey D's? All right, hey, hey, call me Mike. Call me Mike. Who cares? Look, dude, I've done some stuff. I've gotten in trouble before. Who cares? Who wants a double quarter pounder? I'll tell you what, the food's better here than what you're gonna get over there. <laughs> Let's see how fast we can take this thing. <laughs> is it is is it Mike Donalds? Is that the full name? <laughs> yeah, Mike Donalds. Let's go to McDonalds. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that a funny joke? Don't you guys think I'm cool? <laughs> hey, I'm Mike Donalds, and I'm taking it. <laughs> 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 the guy was like, you know what? Um, wrong place, wrong time. I really didn't um, commit murder. Uh, I have a great defense. I have a, a, a rock-solid alibi. But these two guys driving are so annoying, I'm running out of this van anyway. Right. You would have... You <laughs> don't even care. Yeah, officer, you would have run away too. <laughs> this Mike Donald kept saying, hey, it's McDonald's like Mike Donald. <laughs> <laughs> And I just had enough. The only thing holding me in the van was a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did they find him? Do we know if they found him? No. We're found. Well, 
No, they yeah. This was as of three days ago. They hadn't. He's at he's at large, and if it was uh, if he ate the McDonald's, he'd be at very large. <laughs> <laughs> at, at extra large. Mm. <laughs> Sarge, you got the Shamrock Shakes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, McDonald. All right. The bad news is we lost five prisoners. Uh, the good news is, are you guys hungry? Because uh, I got plenty of food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got dibs on I got dibs on his filet of fish. <laughs> we got, we got, the good news is we got five extra hamburgers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's gonna eat Carl? Or who's gonna eat Carl's? <laughs> he didn't want it. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I would have waited for the food. <laughs> right, right. Wait for the food, then run. Yeah. Uh, he could have ran at any stoplight, and then he runs when we're at McDonald's. <laughs> Is he not hungry? <laughs> uh, it's too bad they didn't even check near the McDonald's for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we lost him. He's out of the parking lot. <laughs> hey, hey, man, is that is that him over at a Carl's Jr. across the street? <laughs> See what it tastes. Oh, he didn't. Oh, he didn't like the McDonald's. I guess. <laughs> No, he just ran past the Carl's Jr. Where's is he going to a Wendy's? Where's he running to? I wonder is it not to bring back the teacher analogy, but is it sort of like when your teacher doesn't show up for like ten minutes, you can officially leave class? <laughs> I think like if the person in charge of you know gu- guarding uh, prisoners takes you know longer than five minutes on a McDonald's order, you can jump out the back of the van. Yeah, that sounds like the the rule. That'll hold up in McDonald's court. <laughs> Food court. <laughs> That's the Hamburglar defense. Yeah, the Hamburglar defense. <laughs> oh, that guy, that guy, if he's listening, uh, we don't want him either. If you're stealing burgers, uh, frankly, we don't want you. <laughs> A ham- See, now the Hamburglar, okay, here's my thing. Hamburglar, he works for McDonald's, I'm assuming. Why does he just eat the burgers they give him why is he stealing burgers also too a lot of... well yeah they... <laughs> what's that he should get them for free i'm with yeah. you yeah right it's not right they're not treating him right it's not his fault that he's got to take matters into <laughs> he's his own treat hands. right what is this burger king <laughs> Get out of here. but a lot of people don't realize this but hamburg the hamburg burglar only steals burgers from children <laughs> which i think is just an awful evil thing to do Oh no, that's wonderful! No, you—he's fighting childhood obes- obesity. That's actually no, it's really nice. One burger slap at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the hamburger? Michelle Obama? This is beautiful. <laughs> well, the move is you slap the burger out of the hand, and then you pick it up like a fumble, like a lost fumble, and you run it. You run. You run it to the end zone. That's the hamburger move. There's no. There's no down. If you're if you're down, it's not out. It's oh, fine. I mean, if you tackle the hamburger, yeah, he's down. I mean, <laughs> you you got him. You can do whatever you want. It's like <laughs> the hamburger is. You would think though. Okay, so hamburger is doing nothing but stealing hamburgers. I'm assuming that's the rule. Uh, why is he skinnier than Grimace? <laughs> Grimace is like. Like what do you? Grimace looks like the Hamburglar. Like they should switch outfits. Yeah, Grimace is, or maybe Grimace has been stealing burgers, and we just haven't really talked about that. He's just good at it. He doesn't get caught. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he can't, you can't get Grimace. Is, Grimace is Grimace is the guy in the back seat of the McDonald's. 
cop van. What? How is that thing? Taking up a lot of room. <laughs> oh man. That is a perfect day yeah. for Grimace, by the way. Like, you ever have a lot of McDonald's and you can, you can barely smile? That's kind of, <laughs> like, that's a perfect name for Grimace. And you turn you purple. You turn purple. Mm-hmm. I think the, uh, if you look at the McDonald's figures, I don't know, what are they called? The mascots? Whatever they are. If you look at them, like, from afar, you're like, oh, they completely just ripped off Sesame Street. I mean, Ronald McDonald's a big yellow doofus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it looks like yeah. Big Bird. Uh, Grimace is obviously Oscar the Grouch. I mean, trademark infringement all over the place with McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, I learned to read from McDonald's. So my, my first word was actually Big Mac. I want to, uh, I want to get a uh, – I wonder if uh, I could get a Grimace T-shirt. That seems like it would be fun. <laughs> it's only, <laughs> only coming. Go shopping for Grimace T-shirt. Maybe Rotoware will make you a Rasball Grimace shirt. Uh, yeah, Become that's Come only in XL. <laughs> you got it. You got to eat your way into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If, uh, after eating a bunch of neighborhood pastrami, I'd want to be wearing a Grimace shirt. <laughs> They'll never suspect me. <laughs> You'll be, yeah. Yeah. Imagine the imagine the perp walk for uh, the Hamburglar. <laughs> it's like, uh, obviously, the guy's guilty as hell. I mean, he's dressed in a prison outfit already. Well, imagine the, the perp walk for Grimace. I mean, he's purple. <laughs> How do you, do you, uh, would you, I, I, I think you have to cuff him in the front. I don't know if he can get his own. Yeah. Cuff him in the front, party in the back. I think it's what <laughs> Cuff him in the front. Oh, that's sad. That's the saddest thing. Handcuffing grimace. <laughs> look, I got it. Look, I got. Look, I got to do this for. I, I hate to do this to you, but could you just put your hands in the front? We caught you stealing burgers. <laughs> I've been framed, and then the hamburger is over. Um, toward, he's about a hundred feet away. Just he's just like ah, I got you, grimace. Ah, oh, that. Hamburg was an evil burger slapper. <laughs> we got it. We, got, we went on a, a 20 minute diet drive with McDonald's. <laughs> That's why we didn't get to the, the cat poop coffee that we promised the listeners last week. We'll get to it on the Christmas the Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa show next week. Don't talk to me till I've had my cat poop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You have a great weekend, and uh, to all of our listeners, I guess we won't we won't uh, be talking to them until after the holidays. So have a, a great holiday, and uh, catch you guys next all week. All right. All right, ladies. <laughs> Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 